by giving myself boundaries, I have supported my own development and I've supported my own headspace and my own skill set in what I do. Because I'm caring for myself, just as you have to care for yourself as well. Self-care is a major part of what we do. And we have to remember, we're trying to get our clients to self-care. We have to self-care as well. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. Now, what are we going to talk about in episode number two? We're going to discuss our boundaries. Now, boundaries come in all forms and for all of us in everything we do, everywhere we are and everything that's going on around us. Sometimes we don't take advantage of our boundaries properly because in life there's people interrupting us, people asking us things and that's cool, that's normal. But in our business, we do need to think about our boundaries because it's very easy to get overloaded, to have too much going on and to get confused with what we're doing. And burnout is very real for those people who are working with other people in the natural health space. So when we think about our boundaries, we need to think about how people contact us and how we contact them, how we keep ourselves aloof from them and yet still connect with them, are still able to offer the level of support that we want to offer. You know, it's really hard to maintain those boundaries, even when you've been in business for as long as I have. So let's start somewhere really simple. Let's start right at the beginning with your emails. So it's a really, really good idea if all levels of your emails are covered and thought about. So everything from the emails arriving in your inbox to auto replies to the footer on your email to auto replies from your booking service or something similar. How are we following up with the people that we've seen? What sort of follow-up is needed? And how can we achieve that without forgetting, getting stressed about it, going outside of our comfort zones or avoiding something because it's outside of our comfort zone? One of the great things about email is that you can contact anyone, anytime, anywhere. Unfortunately, the bad part about email and text and everything else is people want that instant answer. We live in an instant society and people demand that your response comes now. That means that our boundaries need to be set in place. If someone rings you, what does your answer message say? How is it that they get to speak to you or don't get to speak to you. So I've been running my business from my one mobile phone number for 15 years. Now, recently on my iPhone, there's a little setting in there that means that if I don't know someone's phone number, it automatically goes to voicemail, which means I can choose to listen to it or not listen to it. And it has massively reduced all those horrible 
salesy numbers where there's that long gap and then there's a click and then a foreign accent tries to sell you something. For me, they normally try to sell me Viagra. Very lucky like that. Very, very lucky indeed. Not. So, <laughs> so when we think about it, from the first moment someone has contact with you, you need to have your boundaries in place. So if you ring me, it's hi, you've reached Geraldine Headley from Highgate Proactive Health. I'm sorry I can't take your call right now, but I will get back to you in the next working or whatever it's at. It's all about the working hours. I'll get back to you in the next hour or within the next working day. All right. So you need to choose what it is you're going to have on yours because it might be that you only, you know, you only work nights or you only work weekends. Um, and so you're not going to say the next business day because your business day might not be other people's. They might think of that as a weekend. So, but I'm still designating on my answer message exactly when I'm available. When someone emails me, they get the same response. They get a, I will get back to you in the next working day. Now, I have two businesses. I see clients like you do. That's what I love about what I do. And I mentor and I coach. So when I'm seeing other practitioners, they often get the same email responses and reminders, I haven't changed anything within Acuity. That's the um, system that I use. It's very cheap. It's $10 a month. And I can actually send you my link if you want it. And I'll get a tiny bit in the affiliate, but that's entirely up to you. Um, but our boundaries are really, really specific. Okay. So, and they're really simple and people respect them. People understand them. And it means that they understand where you're coming from and how they can respond to you. So how does it work? Generally, someone will um, find me online and then they may or may not ring me to confirm they want to see me. They book in to me online and they have to pay before they see me. Now, I don't believe that I had a reduction in the number of people that booked in with me by making it a pay before you see me system. I do believe, however, that I had a massive reduction in no-shows by making it that system. Because those people who paid before they saw me, who filled out their information before they saw me, had a clear understanding of what it is I wanted from them, what their goals were, what my goals were for them, and they were paying. So they were putting their health first. So I don't believe I've had a reduction in the number of people booking in to see me by doing this. When they book in with me, so if they ring me and they say, I want to book in with you, then I say, that's great. Tell me about yourself. I let them talk for a few minutes. I say, great, you're just my person. Or no, actually, I don't see people like you. Um, I'll send you the link to somebody who does. So if I want to see them, then I will say, I'll send you the booking link directly to your phone. You know, we'll be finishing talking in five minutes and you can book yourself in. On the odd occasion, it is a very odd occasion. They say, oh, actually, I don't want to do that. I just say, well, there's actually no other way of me doing it because I need the information that you fill in before I see you at your first appointment. So I'm already setting up that boundary. I'm already saying, this is the way it is. This is what works. I only have set times that I see people because I dedicate Wednesday, for example, to mentoring. I dedicate Wednesday to my podcast. I dedicate Wednesday to my education for others. So I don't want to see clients on a Wednesday. 
Initially, I did, and I was finding that I was becoming overwhelmed and my head was trying to be in two different spaces. Now, I say, this is my working day for clients, this is my mentoring day, this is my day off, this is my catch-up day, my study day, however it is that I want to work it. By giving myself boundaries, I have supported my own development and I've supported my own headspace and my own skill set in what I do. Because I'm caring for myself, just as you have to care for yourself as well. Self-care is a major part of what we do. And we have to remember, we're trying to get our clients to self-care. We have to self-care as well. So the emails. Right. So your person has, well, in my case, they've phoned me. I've sent them the link. They've filled out their acuity booking. And they've um, filled it all out and they've paid. From there, they receive an email saying congratulations you've put your health first here is the booking link Um, it's a zoom link now I'm not seeing anybody face to face anymore so here's the zoom link I look forward to seeing you on the stage they then get a 24-hour email reminder and on that they can reschedule if they want to very rarely do people reschedule and there is also a cancellation button on there as well so they can cancel But on my cancellation, if they choose to cancel, the auto email from that says, I understand you want to cancel. We will have reasons to do so, but please let me know why so that I can support you in any way I can. All right. So we've got through the booking stage. Then I see them. And after I've seen them, I'll send them their prescription and information from the appointment. But 24 hours later, they get an auto email from me. And in that auto email, it's very simple. It's, you know, thank you very much. It was lovely meeting you. I speak very quickly. Is there anything you didn't understand from the appointment? And then the boundary portion. The boundary portion comes next and it says, if every, you know, if you, the appointment was fine, if you have any other questions, please save them for your next appointment. So I've set my boundary in that auto email and I tell them they're going to get an auto email if you've got any questions for me you'll be getting an auto email tomorrow please reply on that if there's anything I haven't covered today it's very rare that something comes back on that but sometimes it does sometimes I may not have explained myself properly or it might have it's so new to them that something overwhelmed them and they weren't sure and so I'll get an auto you know I'll get a reply back actually how many times did I have to say that you said scoops but there's nothing in the pot or you know that's okay it's a teaspoon I just said the wrong thing or whatever it is but it's always simple ones and they know the boundaries I don't have people stepping over those boundaries because I've made them so clear from the outset auto replies are very important as well because when we start just opening our emails any old time you know I go on first thing in the morning and I will check emails first thing in the morning and that's actually really poor form and I know that and apparently the evidence shows us that people who check their emails first are less productive in the day because they're responding to emails rather than their planned daily activities. So the best thing to do is ignore those emails first thing in the morning and choose a time every day. So you can get on, do your morning, 11 o'clock is a pretty good time to go and look at your emails and maybe do a bit of social media, catch up on any social media that needs doing. So it's in a very much a designated time slot. And if you've just caught up on your emails at 11am, you might put that in your autorespond 
to people's emails. Thank you very much for your email. I will get back to you in the next working day. I check all my emails at 11am or something. All right. But that sort of time frame gives you time to have finished your morning, to have got things underway. It's morning tea. If you're seeing people um, through the morning, you might like to give yourself a break then and you could catch up on things. You could check your emails. It's a really good idea to designate a time when you're going to check and respond to emails. On that email, when you've responded, what does it say on the footer of your email? Now, I've got multiple email accounts and on my private account, there's no footer. There's no base, which is the wrong thing to do. I should have set up one. And every time I look at it, because there are business emails that go from that address. And every time I look at it, I look at it and I go, oh, there's no footer on here. It'd be much easier to remove a footer if I was emailing my sister than it is to add a footer because it just happens to be a business email for maybe my podcasting or something that's going through mistakenly through my home account and I haven't um, given them my business email to start with. So there are areas that I mess up in all the time, but I want to support you to point out to you it's a really good thing. When I get emails from people and on the footer there's a picture of them and it says how I can contact them, my access points to them, you know, that's great. That is perfect. And that's what I like to see because then I can go back to, oh, there's their phone number or there's their website or there's their booking link, how I can work with them. And having these things in place, they're your boundaries, but they support me as someone who's seeing you. Now, when people are booking in with us, we need to look at it from their point of view. So if you're seeing people one-on-one, you should regularly go and sit in the chair that they sit in when they're looking at you. What do they see? What is it that they're looking at? What is in their line of sight? And that's the same thing with your email. What is it they're seeing? What is it they're looking at? And what's impressed you about other people's emails that you could replicate in your own email responses? Because I know that I've really liked a couple recently and I've thought, actually, I'm going to go and change everything because those ones suit me much better. I like the look of them and I need to make sure that mine look as good as those ones that I've received. Now, when we see the client, one of the areas that is always a problem is follow-up. So I've had that follow-up, I told you about my follow-up email and I've set my boundaries in there, but there has to be follow-up emails. We have to follow up our clients. Now, not many people like to phone their clients and find out how everything is or how it went. I don't like following up with my clients and I employ someone to follow up with my clients for me because that's how much I don't like doing it. That's how much I don't like getting on the phone. I find it's a lot of my time. I don't... I ask the wrong questions, I don't feel comfortable, and I always feel I should be doing something else. So if you're not comfortable doing it, then find somebody else to do it like I do, or think of a different way of doing it. Email them. Emailing means that they can ignore your email if they want to. Emailing means that they might feel more confident to come out and tell you what the problem is. When my clients cancel, because uh, there's so much... um, their emails are so clear, often they will ring me to cancel. Or if they cancel via email, they do explain why. So I don't have to worry too much about finding out where they are or what's happening. I mean, at the moment, a number, well, 
you know, beginning of 2020 has been very different, hasn't it? And I do now see a number of older clients and those older clients will call me because they're more confident on the phone. They will phone and they say, you know, my um, pension has just, you know, taken a dive because everything on the stock market's taken a dive and I can no longer afford to see you. And that's fine. You know, they'll get back to me when they can and I'm cool with that and so are they. And we discuss it together, what's going on with them. They're already my client. I, you know, lots of leeway there. But we do need these boundaries because these boundaries keep us sane. A lot of people do have two telephones and one telephone will just be, you know, switched off at 5pm or 4pm or whenever it is. But because of this new thing within the phone that I don't take all the phone calls, so I don't take any unknown numbers, it means that it's almost like having two phones. My boundaries are set. And we really, really need to think about our boundaries and support our mental health within business. So there's lots going on. There's lots of learning, lots of education. You get hundreds of emails, if you're like me, every day. Some go into social, some go into promotion. And I've got separate email accounts. I don't give out. So if I've signed up for something, I give out my home email. Because I want to, it's my name, so it's very clear who I am, makes life easier for the person who's reading it or watching it. They're not going to get an auto-respond every time I get a promotional email from them saying that I'm not at my desk. Um, and it means that I'm okay with going, you know what, I don't need that email from that cosmetics shop that I randomly went into once and went into the drawer for something and I gave them my email address. I don't mind unsubscribing from that. And so, you know, it's this is who I am. I'm good with that. I can take that out. So it's really important that we look. Maybe we need more than one email address. Maybe we need more than one phone number. Maybe we need a different way of communicating. And maybe it'd be a really good idea if we designated our time. Now, someone like me... I'm, uh, you know, I woke up well yesterday, last night. I was like, right, today is podcasting. I'm going to do a lot of podcasting. I'm going to sort it out. I'm going to put get everything ready to go, and I'm going to spend my day doing that. I did not check my emails this morning. I waited until eleven o'clock. Check my emails. I've sent the major emails I've had to send about upcoming seminars and things that I'm involved in. That because of current situation are being cancelled so I've done all those things today and that's how I spent my day and I had the intention of doing so when I see clients tomorrow the intention is to see those clients and that's what I will spend my day doing I will look at research if I need to I will look at all of the things that are of interest to me around my clients tomorrow so today's Monday so it's Tuesday Wednesday again education I'm probably going to do some more podcasting. I'm certainly going on Zoom. I'm seeing mentees. I'm looking at all of the things mentoring that I do on a Wednesday. And that's how I spend my day. So I've delegated how I spend my day. And it makes life just a lot easier. So my boundaries are set. And by niching in the way that I have, that has also helped my boundaries. Because as we niche... We feel more confident in our subject matter. We feel more confident with what we're doing. And so we're able to set those boundaries in a more confident way. So I really hope that today has helped. And I really hope that you spend the next 24 hours thinking 
about your boundaries, about how you can support your boundaries, about how you might need to change them. Maybe just smarten them up, check them, give things a tick. You need a day off and you need to have a clear designated day off because not only do you need boundaries for your clients, you need boundaries for yourself within your work and your business. So have an absolutely beautiful rest of day and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.